Perfect Spice Choices for Healthy Food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose Diabetic Cuisine Spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I'm your girl, Butterby Rocker. Listen, today we have an amazing show for you. Her name is Ms. Danny Gavarez. She is an actress and an international acting coach. Can you guys please show some love for Danny? Hi, Danny. Hey. hey. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You you almost had it, Butter. Ga- Gavarez. 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 I so sorry. It's like, 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 it's Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm always over here. Me you know, too. You just That's caught me in a day when I actually, uh, you know, was looking halfway decent. <laughs> <laughs> That's Club Kroger. That's what I call it. Club Kroger. That's where. That's my. That's my spot. Okay. So, can you tell everybody a little bit about your background, who you are, all that good stuff? Yeah. Okay. So, my background. Um, I've always been into entertainment, but it started out with dancing and singing. You know, the, the talents that kind of just, um, you know right away if you can sing. We listen to music all the time. So we going along with the song. It's like, okay, you, I sound good. Or no, I don't sound good. So right. I was singing because I was like, I sound kind of good. Um, so I was doing that growing up, dancing because, you know, we that, those are just things that we just naturally do. And again, like we know if we're good at it or not. So growing up, it was always dancing and singing, dancing first. So that got me through uh, elementary, middle school, high school, college. That's all I knew. Then um, I moved to Atlanta. I'm from Florida, Daytona Beach, Florida, went to college in Jacksonville, Florida. And I moved here in 2008 and I was still wanting to pursue dance, but the audition process I really couldn't get with it. Like I'm a teach me the dance 
and then I can, you know, flow back, I can do it. But if I have to freestyle and I'm not drinking, um, I'm not, <laughs> I'm like, nah, this freestyle dancing is not for me. Uh, so that's how the auditions were. It was, you know, dance and then freestyle. And um, I went on my first dance audition and I tried to freestyle and it was horrible. So, um, but I moved to Atlanta for entertainment, for dance. But when that was, it didn't go how I wanted it to go. And I saw that freestyle was part of the audition process. I was like, do I want to dance? Is this what I really want to do? Can I handle the rejection of this? And it was like, I, I don't think I really want to do this as you know dance and that's that was my major my first for my first two um, years of college it was dance so you know it was it was one of those things like do I really want to do this and I saw that with getting rejection from dance I didn't so I still wanted to go into entertainment and I went on Craigslist and someone was casting for a an independent film I auditioned and I got it so this is my first time really I guess jumping out and um, trying to act. Now I've, I've done it a few times in the church plays and you know stuff like that, but it never clicked that I was good at it until I actually auditioned for a role here in Atlanta. I got the, like a supporting lead and it was shown in a movie theater. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty big because it was my first time. So once I did that, I just kind of stuck with it and I was like, okay, so what's next, you know, acting classes. And then from there, I just never stopped. So that's, a, that gets a little short story about my entertainment history. That's cool. I'm a dancer too. And I'm not that good at freestyling, but if you show me the dance moves, I can catch all of the, right. the eight counts, the whole nine yards. But when it comes to just, just freestyle, oh, that's not my area. It's no. not. Yeah. No, feel you. <laughs> We're taking a pause for the cause. This is my new single, Time Stands Still. Time stands still. Every time I get next to you. Oh, 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 when I'm with you. 
Did you try to pursue anything with with singing as well or no? Um, kind of. Yeah, I actually did an album. Um, I just kind of landed into that. I did an album in 2013. Nice. So it's like 12 songs on there. It's never been released. It hasn't been released because I'm really picky with that. Mm-hmm. Didn't sound like it was finished. And it was my first time. Um, so I have, pers- I've, I tried that, um, I still have the songs, you know, but it's crazy because the two people, the one, the guy that produced it, and then the one, a full band and everything, I was performing at, um, Jay, was it Jay Christopher's or J.R. Crickets, one of those. I was, you know, with the live band, so I had a band and everything. So we was doing it, but the guy that produced it and the drummer, they actually passed away like two years oh. ago. Yeah, so, yeah, so that was unfortunate. But um, I pers- I tried it, I tried it, and I will do it when it comes to my acting. So if it's a stage play, yeah, I'll sing, I'll dance, but I don't know if that solo artist, like a Butter B Rock, I don't, I don't know if that is my calling. Uh, I'm gonna stick to the acting. I'm an actress that can sing. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I think that if all of those attributes are, can be used, you know, for different things. So it's not a bad thing to, mm-hmm. to have and having a, having a major in dancing. That's, that's really good. So. Well, I didn't finish. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I, I started, I started in dance the first two years, but then by that time they took the fun out of it. Cause you had to do ballet. Ballet's not my thing. I'm hip hop jazz all the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we 
it was ballet eight o'clock in the morning uh every other day and i'm like the fun was just taken out of it i was like you know what i'm gonna move to atlanta anyway to be a sierra background dancer so um i don't think i need a degree in dance to do that <laughs> so i didn't finish it i switched it to sociology it was still able to graduate in four years so okay okay that's you just reminded me of something my my kids They've been in acting classes, dancing ever since they was, you know, kids. Uh -huh. And my youngest one that plays the drums, he had to do the ballet. It was ballet and tap. And every time they had to do the ballet, he would be on the side with his hands up, wouldn't refuse to dance while all the girls twirling around and ballerina. But anytime the tap came on, anytime it was every other week was the tap classes and he was he was into ballet. And it's so funny because every, everybody doesn't have the mix for all of them. So <laughs> it just reminded me of that. So you appeared on the First Wives Club. Can you tell us about that experience and the backstory of your audition? Yeah, so I'm gonna start with the, I guess the, the audition. Okay. Um, I auditioned three times. Well, I say that I auditioned three times, but it was, I auditioned for three different roles. So, you know, if you don't get the first one, they may come back and try this one and then try that one. So it was spread out maybe a couple of months or so. And um, so I auditioned for, you know, three different roles within the same season in season three. So by the third time, I was like, okay, I'm just going to audition again, you know, not even really thinking too much of it. So I auditioned for it. And maybe like a week later, my agent called me and said, I got the role. So I was like, okay, cool. So you know, they were doing rewrites and everything. So I'm learning the, I'm still trying to learn the, or become really familiar with the audition piece that they sent me. But then I get the actual like script and scenes. It's totally different. I'm like, well, what is this? Um, <laughs> so they give me something that's different. And then leading up to the day, they were still constantly changing it. And that just taught me like, you just have to be on your, your P's and Q's, like stay ready because you never know, especially with the TV shows, they're going to keep rewriting things out. One day I was in the scene and the next day I wasn't in a scene. And then I'm like, hopefully they keep me in the, in the show. So, um, <laughs> but then I went to uh wardrobe for my, my fitting and everything. And I saw the guy, I saw my, the guy that plays my husband's name is Terrell. And well, that's his actor's name. And I saw his name on um, his wardrobe. So I was like, okay, well, who is my husband? So I can get an idea of, you know, what our chemistry should be like. So I asked the wardrobe style. So I was like, do you know who's playing my husband, uh, Tyrell? And she was like, yeah, Afion Crockett. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, so this might be, you know, comedic or something, because I watch his things on Instagram and, you know, mm -hmm. he's been in some movies. I was like, oh, Afion, okay, this is cool. So, um, so yeah, that was cool to know that I still haven't hadn't hadn't met him yet until the day on set when I was in my trailer and I heard a lady outside my trailer talking like she was really loud. So I'm nosy trying to look out the blinds of the trailer. Like, who is that talking? Her voice sounded familiar. I just couldn't put the face. So I looked at my trailer and it was Tasha Smith. I was like, okay, Tasha, that's Tasha Smith. She had her back towards me and she was talking to Atheon. And I'm just staring at them like who, who is the lady? I know him. I, I was like, forget about him. Who is the woman? And then she turned around. I was like, oh, that's Tasha. So we got to talk a little bit, you know, outside of, 
the trailer and her trailer was right next door to, right next to mine and um so then and then yeah i got to meet Avian. i was like hey he's looking like who are who are you you know what i'm saying i'm like i'm nina i play your wife he's like oh okay because he was like who is this girl just staring uh so yeah so then uh you know with the trailer experience that was fun um went to hair makeup and everything and while i'm going to hair makeup i see jill scott you know standing out there i don't know if she was filming that day because she looked like she's an executive producer i believe so she looked like she was in that kind of mode that day uh so she i saw got to see her and then you know i went on set and while i was on set it was just i just felt like i was i was supposed to be there it, it was just like, I, it was no nerves at all. I didn't have time to be nervous. It was just like there and, um, you know, just doing a thing. And yeah, I mean, I, it's so many stories I can tell you about that day, but I'm gonna let you keep asking questions because I might be answering a whole bunch of stuff right now. It don't really matter too much to me. I just want you here with me. Oh, I never want this feeling to go. I don't ever want it to get old. So let's try a new thing, maybe. Let's love with no shame, baby.
Transparency Talks podcast is brought to you today by the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine, a magazine for teens by teens, which discusses the latest fashion, entertainment, trends, financial literacy, bullying, school, sex trafficking, the health and wellness of teens and young adults, and so much more. Join Teen Brothers founders Christian and DeCorey Robinson and so many other young adults that are defying the odds by subscribing to the online and paperback magazine and listen to Defiant One's Teen podcast on all podcast platforms today. For more information, go to www.defiantonesmag.com. Once again, that's defiantonesmag.com. So one of the things that you had just talked about in preparing for this role or even even in the audition was I heard flexibility. Mm-hmm. I heard that you have to be on and be able to to um, jump in wherever they need you because they changed up the script. It was completely different from the audition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So how important is it to be flexible? and not so sold on this is the only thing they told me to do you you know yeah i mean it's very important to be flexible because like i said the audition was one thing then they was sending me a script and it was something else and if i were to just stick to that script because initially what they gave me it was a lot of comedy in there mm. i was like oh this character is going to be funny you know i, I have these, all these moments but then when i got to that one it was like okay, she's a little more toned down than what I was, I guess, practicing or rehearsing. So, and I tell, because uh, I'm an acting coach as well, so I tell a lot of my students, it's like, don't stick to, don't pre-plan a lot of things. Like, I'm gonna cry right here, I'm gonna laugh right here. Because it it, it comes off as fake. Um, it may not work in that moment. So it's you have to be very flexible because when I went on set with them, I was expecting something different. When I was re- even when I was reading the scene that we were to do, I was expecting something different. I was expecting, like you can see here, Atheon was in t- towards the end. He gave us that comedy, but he was kind of serious. Yeah, you know? and I was like, I wasn't expecting you to deliver these lines like this. So it had me change up what I was thinking or how I thought it was going to go. So it's really just being uh, uh, flexible and being able to adapt and to change with the circumstance. Yes, definitely. definitely. (laughs) Now, how did you prepare yourself to get ready for your role? Uh, Really understanding what the story was and who I was to the story. So when I got it, I knew I was a wife. I knew that I was a business woman. I knew that I um, I had a relationship with uh, my husband, a relationship with um, uh, her name's Jayla in the, in the show. Like I knew, I had to know what those relationships were. So then when I got on set and how they responded, how they spoke to me or how I responded, how we just interacted with each other, it was kind of already there in the beginning. So really, as far as preparing for it, I just had to not pre-plan things and just trust that those words, whatever words they give me, however many times they change it, just trust that those words is what's needed to help me move it forward and really let myself go mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. all and have fun and have fun so when I was doing or 
trying to memorize, you know, all these different lines that was given me, or not really memorize them, but just become familiar with the words, I was, um, I had to remind myself to play. And in my rehearsal, in my practice, it was okay for me to mess up. Like, don't be afraid to go overboard or over the top. So then I know like, okay, I need to tone it back down. Or yeah, especially in my rehearsal, just don't be afraid to mess up. So then when I actually get on set, then I know like, okay, I tried that, that didn't really work. So, you know, I'm able to redirect once I got on set. Right. Were you able to do any rehearsals with any of the cast members? Yeah, right before they said action, pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, so before, um, yeah, I was, I was. So before we actually filmed, they have like the rehearsal part where they're like rehearsals up and everyone's sitting down. So we're not really fully in our costumes and mm -hmm. in the wardrobe yet. So we had that moment to just kind of rehearse. It's really for everyone else to get our blocking and lights and stuff like that. So that was our time to rehearse. And this is at this point, because this was my first time actually filming on a, a legit um, like show, you know, with a, a some some money some real money behind it and so i'm going into the rehearsal without my my sides without my phone without you know and they have theirs and i'm like oh okay i didn't know we was allowed to do all that i thought we had to show out like right now so um <laughs> so i learned that in the rehearsal that you can actually just have your paper and just read from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so we had that and and then we rehearsed behind behind the uh the scenes as well as a group so that was cool because we was able to you know be in holding and then we was actually able to run our lines and just talk to each other there too so yeah we were we was able to we taking another pause for the cause transparency talks podcast baby this is my brother from another mother nef 150 with no strings baby we can take it to the bed on the wall I don't see what you see in him Expression on your face tell me you not feeling him Not trying to intrude but you gave me that look like He ain't handling business, he's stuck in that hood life You want what a woman needs, somebody to pipe that You smiling, that indicates to me that you like that You look good, something like a piece that's eatable Listen, I aim to please all your needs that's reasonable So let's bounce for somewhere quiet and suitable It's not hard to figure out that you wanna do it too You smelling good, looking nice and all that Whatever you wanna do just know I won't hold back, we got all night, so no need to even rush it, I'm playing, yeah, you know I'm dying to touch it, backseat of the Jeep for the Vegas Sands, tell your man whatever you want, tonight's already playing, I'm just saying. Baby, we can take it to the bed, on the wall, on the floor, on the spread, just do what we want, any place that we at, you're my secret, no strings attached, I won't tell Uh, Louis Vuitton, 
bags, gold bottles of ace, poolside eating snow crabs, texting all your friends about a night unforgettable, smelling hard, looking like you ready for round two, told you from the start, this whatever you wanna do, all you gotta do is lead the way and I follow through, put the sign on the door, please, no interruptions, put the best slow jams on and get the... Show me everything that you good at And if you forget something Don't hesitate to pause and double back Express yourself Do the things that you wouldn't do Your secrets safe with me Believe they were never new From the rooftop of the Marriott To the dark spots in the park No one walking that From the restrooms and Walmart No one shopping in Any and everywhere you want We can get it in So what you think, friend? Baby, we can take it to the bed On the wall, on the floor, on the spread Just do what we want Any place that we at If you like the show, then make sure to share your favorite episode and subscribe to the Transparency Talks podcast. And what are the chances of of your role reoccurring? Now that I don't know, but if I had to write uh, season four, (laughs) I would would put myself back in there. and I don't know if they're gonna have a season four. So oh, okay. yeah, so I don't know if they're gonna have a season four. But if they do, I would say that there is a there's a a good chance that I could come back. Just that looking at how me and Jayla left off, like we actually you know became friends. And I was telling someone else that with me being a I wasn't his first wife, but it was my first time being a wife. I mean, I kind of fit under that umbrella of First Wives Club. So I'm like, mm-hmm. they can easily just write me on up in there. I only write you on in there. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> now, you've worked with a lot of prominent actors in mm-hmm. the in the Black community, but in the community in general, in acting. Can you name some of the people you've worked with and some of your most memorable moments? Yeah, okay. So I've worked, and she's, she's definitely killing it right now, um, Gail Bean. She's mm. been snowfall, and I think they said she has a like a show coming out the, the spinoff of Snowfall, where it's going to be okay. focused on her. Yes, mm. I've worked with her um, a few times uh, in theater, and then in a show in a movie called At Mamu's Feet, where I worked with um, Tommy Ford. May he rest mm. in peace. You know, from Martin, I worked mm. with him. That was a memorable moment because we filmed uh, around my birthday. And that felt like a, a special gift just to be like in a room with him. And I was the assistant director on that project and I was acting in it. So that was huge with him, Dorian Wilson, Michael Keith from 112, Sessually uh, Ash. Um, who else have I worked with? Uh, I know Carl Payne was in a movie that I, from Martin as well, that I, I uh, worked in as well. So, I mean, I've worked with, I've worked with some, quite a few people. Yeah, you named some heavy hitters there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not mad at that. 
you're an actress, but you're also a director, you're an author, and you're an international acting coach. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So it used to be called Acting for Beginners, which started from a Facebook group of me just giving out free information that grew from about 30 people to over, right today, it's maybe over 66,000 people in that group. Wow. I know. That's I What's it called? Acting for Beginners. Okay. Yep, that's the group name, Acting for Beginners. So there's a lot of members in that group now. And um, so then when I saw that people were needing, they needed, they needed this information, I turned it into a business. Mm -hmm. So turned it into a business for coaching. And now the name is called Action Applied Acting. Um, <clears throat> so I changed the name. The group is still Acting for Beginners, but my, the business is Action Applied Acting. And I just pretty much give you the actions to apply to your acting. <laughs> so I do coaching, private coaching, and now I'm doing on Saturdays group online coaching. So everything is online now, but I have or I do plan to have more workshops, in-person workshops around the Atlanta area with um, hopes of just really spreading out to other uh, cities and states and about over 50, 50 or so, um, over 50% of the members in that Acting for Beginners group are in Africa. So I coach, you know, a lot of students in Africa through WhatsApp. I have a WhatsApp group and I coach them too, you know, there. And that's free, you know, um, I coach them for free. I just have a heart for, you know, those that are in Africa that, when I tell them my prices, you know, here they're like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I do coach them, um, you know, in Africa and I do have hopes of opening up some classes or schools or even traveling over there and giving them the same things that I, I'm able to do here in the States. So yeah, that's, that's what I do. I just coach online for now, how to get started. And a lot of people think I'm just, I just coach the beginners, um, but I don't. It's all, all levels. Cause you can learn something from everybody. Levi, the business, baby, you
Getting a coach is very important, especially if you're in the in the business of wanting to get booked. Mm-hmm. I think that you need to understand all of the backstory and all of the things that you need to have and be to be prepared to get these roles. Because a lot of people think that you can just go in and just say the lines, but it does take practice, and and you do have to be able to show various levels and be able be able to flip how you are delivering. You know, certain things you can't just be confined to just that one way of delivering, you know, whatever your lines are, you have to be flexible enough to be able to, 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 to change it up sometimes. So mm-hmm. I think that it's awesome that you're coaching, especially the people over in Africa. Um, what part of Africa? Um, a lot in South Africa. Okay. A, a lot of students are in South Africa, but I do have one. She just moved from Nigeria. Now she's in Chicago and she just signed with an agent. So I've been coaching her from Nigeria to the States. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Have, has any of, has any of your students had any success in getting some placements yet? Um, yes. A lot of them have been in independent a lot of independent films. I've talked to some of them about, you know, not waiting on a door to open, just open your own. So they've been doing their own skits and uploading their monologues to Instagram and YouTube and things like that. And that's crazy because a lot of people don't know that you can do that. They think there's mm-hmm. only one way, one avenue into acting. I'm like, there's so many different ways. Everyone's journey is different. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I'm like, yeah, don't wait on anyone else. Do your own. Like, you know, you got your, your movie and you doing big things right now. You taking right. it all over the, the US and I'm sure <laughs> and, and beyond, you know. So I'm like, don't wait on no one to give you a yes. Create your own door and then that's opportunities for others to come up under you. Right. So, but yeah, and like I was saying, the the young lady from Nigeria, you know, I helped her with her audition to get this agent in Chicago. So it's, it's a lot of things happening and I'm, I'm glad to be their coach and that voice that's in the United States to tell them like, hey, it's possible to, if you want to come over here, cool. You don't have to, you can still do it where you are. Be that small, was it the big fish in your pond over there? Right, right, right. Yeah. Now you are also an author of the audiobook House Rules. Uh-huh. Can you tell us about that? It's a three-part series. Yeah, with a lot of drama. So house rules i came up with that title because i don't know you know if you're a spades player or those that are watching are spades players but i used to play spades like i love spades yeah i used to i used to play i haven't played recently but i used to play like heavy in college and uh so but you know like who's ever house you're at is the rules whatever game they want to play ace high they want to play uh joker joker deuce deuce whatever they want to play is their rules so that's how i got the title house rules because it's two couples that come together a night of fun and they're playing spades 
And as they're playing spades, a lot of drama and secrets come out. And um, I got the idea from the best man. There's a clip in the best man when the guys are playing spades and they're just talking about their drama and stuff. So mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to write something like around that where it takes place at a night of just playing spades. And um, so I don't know if I mentioned, but it's an audio book. And I was I wrote it so that it can be a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but the pandemic happened. I'm like, I got to get this out. I'm still going to write it. So I was like, what's the next best thing? where I don't have to get all the actors together, but I still want it to have that tone of a movie. You just can't see it. And um, so I did an audiobook. So I cast everyone. So it's not just an audiobook where I'm, you know, speaking throughout the whole thing, just reading a book. It's like you are listening to a movie. We got the music, we got the slapping of the cards. If you play spades, it's some other games too, but then you can follow like, um, oh, they just reneged. Like you, you know those things that's happening. All that, right. all of that's taking place in this in this audio book. So I cast everyone. I'm narrating it, and uh, my husband he provided you know with the music and everything. So, uh, like they say, it, it was a movie. <laughs> it sounds like a movie, and it sounds like it should be a movie. So I oh, definitely yeah. encourage you to 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 do it. I sure. might I might have to um you know link up with you and see how right. it happens. <laughs> Yeah, that, that would be great. That would definitely be mm -hmm. great. Taking another pause for the cause. This is Samurai Tai with Alan. Christian Louboutins, it got my bottoms like a lobster. Monster. I'ma eat the beat up like it's pasta. Rolling down the street, I'm wearing black just like a mobster. You don't want no smoke, you get unhealthy, need a doctor. Shout out to my homie, he got dreads like a roster. Relay me the word and I might bring a couple shots. I be pulling strings, no guitar, but I'm a rock star. I be on the highway and I'm dodging all the cop cars. Writing all my lyrics, I be writing like an author. No, my name ain't Luke, but I am a Skywalker. Got that number now, I'm pulling up like Tony Parker. I just like to kick it with your booby playing soccer. Shawty bashy inked up like a marker I be steady cooking in the stool like Betty Crocker Way too many bands, I go to Linux, I'm a shopper I'm just tryna jump up to the top like Grasshopper Shawty asked me for that Louis and that Prada She do nothing for me, so I had to give her nada I'm in the casino in Las Vegas in Nevada I got me a foreign thing, she come from Guatemala Ayy and them bands in my pocket Shorty said she want me when she walk inside my closet Ay, We know you faking, homie, stop it Gotta play it smart, I make it back, I make that profit Finish playing soccer, she gon' kick it like a sensei Left the spot on Monday, but she be right back on Wednesday She don't take opinions, she don't care about what her friends say I've been making progress, I've been trying to make some headway Shorty got them curls, and she like to use a can too I just get so lucky, number 12, like I'm Andrew I can't let her try to tie the knot just like a bantu Always keep it real, because I'm never acting brand new I'ma light it up just like a candle I secured a drip and used to rockin' Nike sandals Soon they bout to know me and they'll call me by my handle I'ma need a platinum sitting pretty on my mantle Always keep that water, you would think I was a camel And my life's sweet, it can mess up your enamel Transparency Talks podcast is brought to you today by the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine, 
a magazine for teens by teens, which discusses the latest fashion, entertainment, trends, financial literacy, bullying, school, sex trafficking, the health and wellness of teens and young adults, and so much more. Join Teen Brothers founders Christian and DeCorey Robinson and so many other young adults that are defying the odds by subscribing to the online and paperback magazine and listen to Defiant One's Teen Podcast on all podcast platforms today. For more information, go to www.defiantonesmag.com. Once again, that's defiantonesmag.com. journey transitioning from working behind the scenes to in front of the camera um you know I kind of go back and forth with Mm -hmm. it because I I started out acting anyway but then when it came to going behind the scenes I just kind of I don't know I I just kind of got back there somehow um (laughs) I I don't know how I know with at the mamu's feet the movie at mamu's feet how I became like assistant director it Mm -hmm. was just because the the director, uh, I knew the director and he was like, hey, do you want to, you know, you want this, you want to do this, you know, have this position on the movie, not knowing anything about it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay. I'm going to just fake it until I make it. So I just kind of got behind the scenes and um, 
and really um, even my own like small clips of things that I would do myself I would write them I would edit them and I would just film them like on my camera phone you know stuff like that and mm -hmm. just from that I was able to use the knowledge that I've got that I got from being behind the camera right use that when I'm in front of the camera and um, so now like I have the understanding of what everyone else needs from me that's like especially when it comes to editing um, I know what they need from me when I'm acting because I know how to edit too so it's like if I mess up on a line I don't have to I, ne I don't necessarily have to start all the way over to the beginning I just pause for a second and just give that line again. So then yeah. when we edit, you know? So it's like little things like that with being behind the camera, I knew how to help them and make their their job easier with my mm -hmm. acting. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of the things that you had mentioned was that your husband did the music um, on your audiobook. Mm -hmm. So what is the major role your husband plays in your personal and professional life? Uh, he's a huge supporter. Huge supporter. Uh, when I was before, well, while I was pursuing acting, I went back to school, got my cosmetology license, uh, instructor license and all that. I'm like, I need to make some money, you know? So maybe like three years in with doing that, I was, you know, actually working in the field and I was mm -hmm. talking to him and I was like, mm, there's more, I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm being creative by, mm -hmm. you know, doing hair, but this isn't the kind of creativity that I, I'm, it's not fulfilling me. I was like, how do you feel about me just quitting and just really pursuing the acting? And I was surprised, but he was like, go ahead. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you don't got to tell me twice. I put in my two weeks so fast. Um, so, but yeah, he's my, my, a big supporter of mine. And even with music, like he, he makes beats, he raps as well, but he okay. makes so, you know, I would help him out by um, creating some hooks, you know, for him. So I use my, my vocals in that way sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, it's like we're just really a team, a house of just creative minds and just helping when we can. I love it. I love it. Yeah. What advice can you give someone that's trying to get into the, the scene as an actor? I would say with me so far, it's been 15 years. And I would say my biggest there, there were a few accomplishments throughout, you know, throughout the journey. But my biggest one to date, I would say is First Wives, but it took me 15 years to get there. Mm -hmm. So I would say if this is something that you want to do, keep pursuing it. But the thing is, you have to know if it's what you're supposed to do. Mm. If it's something that you are supposed to do, then you will get the signs to keep on moving and you're going to it's going to happen mm -hmm. if you're supposed to do it. If you're not supposed to do it, of course, you know, obstacles and things are going to come, but the obstacles are going to come anyway. It's like, um, I don't know why this is popping up in my head, but uh, the story of um, uh, going to the Bible, Moses, right? Uh, God told Moses to tell Pharaoh, like, hey, let my people go. Um, if you don't, I'm going to send the frogs. I'm going to send the plagues, all this, the locusts, all this stuff. But Moses, in 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 when it happened, um, Pharaoh still didn't let the people go. Mm -hmm. right? He still didn't let them go. But Moses kept trusting because God said, it's going to happen. I'm going to let the people go. So Moses, he kept coming up into these obstacles where the Pharaoh was not letting these people go. You know, like 10 times. And so that's like 
think about the journey of you pursuing acting or whatever is it you know these obstacles maybe 10 different obstacles will come but if god says that hey i'm gonna let you become whatever you are pursuing it's going to happen but those obstacles make you stronger Mm -hmm. so it's just like not allowing those obstacles to stop you and keep going especially like i said if if god said that this is what he wants you to do and this is what your purpose is in life then that's what it is in life but you have to be obedient to whatever how he tells how girl i'm going you're gonna have me preaching it's how he (laughs) it's how he tells you to do it because Mm -hmm. anyone can pursue acting i can pursue acting but opportunities come it can be like there's certain roles that i won't take right or i won't do like i'm not gonna do it do a sex scene that's just me i'm not gonna do a sex scene so if the that comes and it's like i give into that sex scene after let's say god told me don't do sex scenes then how is a door gonna open for me to move forward when he can't trust me in this role so Mm -hmm. just things like that Mm -hmm. yeah okay okay you dropping some knowledge over there (laughs) <laughs> I get hype. I'm like, girl, you got me over here preaching now. <laughs> so can you tell everybody how they can book you? And which agency are you with? I'm with Actors LA Agency, uh, Sharon okay. Morris. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you can uh, book me through her or um, or Trey Brown. Uh, yeah. So e- either one, she's with the casting. And he's, if you need me to be that motivational speech- speaker where I'm going and going ham, uh, <laughs> you can... Uh, talk to him okay well i would like to thank you so much for being a part of transparency talks podcast you dropped a lot of great gems and everything and i wish you continued success on your career thank you same to you thank you so much and with that everybody we are out of here and i will talk to you guys later